Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Tara Saraban, and you're listening to World Dumbest Criminals. If you're keen to hear about the most ridiculous, bizarre, and downright stupid criminals and crime stories in the world ever, you've come to the right place. In today's episode, you'll be hearing about the revenge porn-related conviction of British reality TV bad boy Stephen Bear. He secretly filmed his TV personality girlfriend Georgia Harding having sex with him and then uploaded it to his OnlyFans in an effort to exploit her. It devastated her and he treated it as a big joke. He dressed up like a pimp to attend court and posted Instagram stories mocking Georgia's tears and laughing about pretending to attempt suicide to get everyone's sympathy. He's a real class act. Alrighty, let's get cracking. Earlier this month, English reality TV person Stephen Bear was jailed after being found guilty of charges relating to revenge porn. If, like me, your first response was, who? Here's a little background info. Bear from East London worked as a roofer before going on reality TV. He first appeared on Shipwrecked the Island back in 2011. He was then in a couple of seasons of X on the Beach. I haven't seen either as shows about supposedly hot young people banging each other and hurting each other's feelings just isn't my scene. No judgement though. During lockdown I got pretty into the real housewives. Wealthy ladies getting all doled up and going fancy places just so that they can hurt each other's feelings is more my cup of tea. In 2016, so-called Bad Boy Bear went on Celebrity Big Brother and won. This elicited boos from some of the crowd and tweets like this one. Welcome to Great Britain 2016, where we vote nasty, vile, vindictive, aggressive, immoral bullies to win reality shows. Fans of the show accused Channel 5 of deliberately editing out most of 26-year-old Bear's shitty behaviour in an effort to make him the winner. Previously unseen footage showed him throwing tantrums, smashing a window and helping himself to other contestants' things, earning himself four formal warnings while in the house. Then there was his so-called prank that nearly blinded pop singer and fellow contestant Samantha Fox. She later explained to the media, 
He told me to look into this water bottle and you'll see pink. And I said, promise me it's not going to hurt me. After assuring her that it wouldn't, he pushed the bottle into her eye. Samantha described how the water went in so far that her contact lens washed into the back of her eye and she couldn't see for four hours. She said, I was worried I had gone blind. I had to see the medic to get the contact lens out of my eye. I thought I'd lost my eye. It was horrible. Samantha had to wear an eye patch for several hours, but even if you watched the show, you wouldn't know that, as production decided not to play any of the footage of her wearing it. Samantha said of Bear, To the public, I'm sure he's very entertaining, but he hurt me very much. I can't stand bullying. You'd think when this went public, it would have been enough to push Bear's bad boy status into terrible man territory, but it didn't. When asked if Samantha was going to take legal action against Bear for this stunt, she laughed and said, I've been in this business for 33 years. I've dealt with a lot worse. Apart from the fact that I nearly got blinded, I'm a fighter and I'm a winner. Samantha first appeared as a topless page three girl at the age of 16 in 1983, and her boobs continued to be what everyone focused on for the rest of her music career. She's put up with a lot of crap in her life from countless Stephen Bear types. Every interview with her back in the 80s and 90s was essentially hosts of programs saying, Welcome to the show, Samantha. Let's talk about your tits. And some of them would actually grope her boobs while the audience clapped along. There's sometimes an old school attitude with women who've survived a lot of shit to not press charges against men who assault them. When they were younger and being harassed, it was frowned upon to call out those who abused them. It was just written off as, that's showbiz, baby. Society has come a long way in its treatment of women, but we still have such a long way to go. And none of that's Samantha Fox's fault. Anyway, back to this dick for brains. On winning Celebrity Big Brother in 2016, Bear said, I knew I was going to win it. As you get to know me, why wouldn't you pick me? When you believe you're going to win something, you always win. If I come in with the mindset I'm going to win, I've already won. Fortunately, the same can't be said for court cases. After his Big Brother antics, he was hired to go on numerous more reality TV shows, including one called Just Tattoo of Us, which sadly has nothing to do with Tattoo from Fantasy Island. Bear has fans. I don't know why and I don't know who, but some people out there like him. (laughs) While researching this story, I watched a video called A Day in the Life of Stephen Bear from 2020 on his YouTube channel. That's 18 minutes, 45 seconds. I'll never get back. Although truth be told, I only watched half of it. And yet I worry that it has left a stain on my soul. He plays football, then he goes to KFC drive through and orders a Twister meal. He spends a while deciding on what kind of sauce to have on it, which was a fascinating process to watch. He calls the woman serving him darling and sweetheart because he's charming like that. Then we get to watch him sit in his car and eat it, chewing with his mouth open and talking with mouthfuls of food. 
though he does enlighten us with some seriously wonderful advice like this. Mmm. You can't beat a KFC. Oh. Comment below what you lot ordered from KFC. I'm trying to go a bit more healthier. And that's why you got to get water with it. Because if you keep having Coca-Cola, it's no good. Goes all round the derby. Comes on you. Mmm. Then he goes to his parents' house and pretends to help his mum cook. Then he goes to a shopping centre with his brother and it was so tedious I nearly stopped watching, but fortunately I didn't. Because then he goes and sits in a kid's coin-operated car ride thing just so that he can fart in it. In 2020, Bear was dating a reality TV personality called Georgia Harrison. She's been on X on the Beach, The Only Way is Essex, Love Island and several other shows. When his reality TV paychecks dried up, Bear decided to try to sell himself as some kind of porn star on OnlyFans. Which is probably not much of a stretch since I believe his favourite hobby is jerking off into a mirror. On August 2nd, 2020, Bear and Georgia got drunk and went out into his garden to play cards, but ended up having sex. Possibly because Bear couldn't fathom the complexity of the rules of you know. Georgia said, We had had sex before. His performance was a lot more excited and a lot more dramatic than usual. Looking back, like more positions, more effort, I had no idea I was on camera. Secretly recording someone having sex is such a scumbag thing to do. And uploading it to the internet without consent is even worse. If we could somehow ban people who do it from having sex for the rest of their lives, we'd eradicate that shit in a flash. When Bear coyly told her that they might have been caught on the CCTV cameras that he'd had installed, Georgia said that she told him she needed to see the video. She claimed she only realised what a serious situation he'd put her in when she thought she caught him sending the clip on WhatsApp to someone else later that night. Georgia said she broke down in tears because she was so worried about him sharing the footage. But noble gentleman Bear told her, I would never do that, and promised that he'd delete it. When she later confronted him about the clip being published online, Bear accused her of telling full-blown lies. He also told her, You've built something up in your head. You've built yourself up and it's made me look like a cunt. And I am a cunt, but I didn't do this. Not only that, but he indulged in some nonsensical attempt at gaslighting her by saying that she was the one who'd leaked the recording just so that she could get him nicked. (laughs) A likely story. He uploaded the 20-minute clip of he and Georgia having sex to his OnlyFans account, even though it was clear she did not consent to him sharing it. He advertised the clip by writing... Can't wait to see me fucking in the garden. Look, I'm really hard-pressed to think of anything I'd like to see less. Georgia spoke out to say that she had not given her consent for the video to be sold and pressed charges against him. 
He was arrested at Heathrow Airport on January 15th and charged with voyeurism and disclosing private sexual photographs and films with intent to cause distress. When questioned by the cops, Bear told them that he didn't know what voyeurism meant. And he probably still doesn't. Some people went to George's defence and rightly called out this egotistical walnut for his appalling behaviour. Bear did not then and has never and probably will never show any kind of remorse for his actions. At this point, he considered it all a big joke. He posted an Instagram story laughing about how he was tempted to stage a fake suicide attempt to get people's sympathy. Because clearly he has a case of smartest guy in the room syndrome and thinks people are so dumb that they wouldn't see through his ploy. Here's the clip. <laughs> I was so tempted to do the ultimate fucking narcissist move and make everyone feel sorry for me. All I've had to do, get a bit of rope, sling it round my neck, throw it off a fucking ledge, yeah? Get one of my mates to save me, because I could easily set that up. And all you people... You'd have been like, then you will backtrack. It cut out early, but the last sentence was him saying, then you would backtrack and delete all your comments and all your news articles will just disappear. In December last year, Bear went on trial for publishing the sex tape without George's consent on his OnlyFans account. He showed up to court each day in a chauffeur-driven Rolls-Royce limousine wearing a fur coat, smoking a cigar and wielding a decorative pimp cane. Probably because he considers himself to be a pimp, because it's such a noble profession. He basked in the attention and shared photos and videos of himself pimping to and from court on Instagram, even using it to promote his OnlyFans account. Bear boasted a 50% off deal, accompanied by a photo of him arriving at court in his ridiculous pimp get-up, and captioned it, Come see why I'm twending. I'm not sure why he bothered taking this to court rather than just pleading guilty. It's clear he did exactly what he was accused of, but he must have wanted the attention. He initially wrote the revenge porn off as silly rumours, even though it obviously existed. Then he had the gall to claim that it wasn't Georgia in the tape. During his own evidence, Bear claimed that he was subjected to more than a thousand personal attacks when the tape went public. But it only went public because he published it. Like, wham, my actions had some consequences that weren't positive for me, so I can't be guilty. Fuck off. It was also revealed that he'd made almost $72,000 from OnlyFans in the weeks after sharing the clip. Just two months before then, his bank account had been nearly $23,000 in debt. But, of course, he tried to somehow pin this on Georgia being egotistical. He said, I've had many girlfriends in depressed with high followings, but I didn't do it to them. So why is Georgia the chosen one? You tell us. You're the one who did it. 33-year-old Bear was found guilty of voyeurism and two counts of disclosing private sexual photographs and films with intent to cause distress. Each offence carried a maximum two-year sentence. 
He was due to appear in court for sentencing on January 31st this year, but his legal team got it delayed so that he could undergo a psychiatric assessment. Just because someone has a sook when things don't go their way doesn't mean they're too mentally unwell to be held accountable for their own actions. And it's insulting to have someone so obviously trying to manipulate people into thinking that he is. In February this year, Bear told his Twitter followers that he had attempted suicide. He posted doorbell footage of a reporter knocking on his door and wrote, So this happened today and I'm still in shock. I've already tried to take my own life. Please leave me alone. I'm scared to leave my own home at the moment and I don't need people knocking at my house and harassing me. Hmm. I guess he thinks just because he deleted this video that we'd forgotten about it. <laughs> I was so tempted to do the ultimate fucking narcissist move and make everyone feel sorry for me. All I've had to do, get a bit of rope, sling it round my neck, throw it off a fucking ledge, yeah? Get one of my mates to save me, because I could easily set that up. And all you people, you'd have been like, then you will backtrack. His fake suicide ploy for sympathy wasn't super effective. Many people on Twitter referred to his situation as karma for what he'd done to Georgia. One commenter read the room and summed it up thusly. Do you really expect people to feel sorry for you about something so minor after what you did to poor Georgia? If so, you're deluded, mate. Nice try for the sympathy vote, though, I guess. In February... Possibly as part of him trying to make people think he was mentally unbalanced, he came up with this brilliant idea. But also, I don't know if that's why he did this, because he really is that stupid. What's going on, my beautiful people? You know I love you all, and you mean the world to me, and I thought of a really good idea today. I am going to buy an island in Thailand. It costs $160 million dollars. Not me by myself. I do need your help. I've set up a GoFundMe page where you send me some money and then we're going to buy the island. And every single person that donates gets to live on the island for nothing. All you can eat, all you can drink, all you've got to do is just donate and you're, you're in. It's unbelievable. It's the place to be. Uh, I'm going to put the link probably in my bio, and uh, tomorrow we're going to name the island. So every person that donates, um, okay. what we're going to do is, in 24 hours, we're gonna, I'm going to pick one of the people and they get to choose the actual name of the island. So I'm going to do a TikTok live, and then that person, I can do a live with that person, whether it is boy or girl, and then we're going to do it live, what the name of the island's going to be. Um, just to reiterate, it's $160 million, so it might take a day to raise, it might take a couple of hours, it might take, it might take a week. I don't know how long it's going to take, but if you want to live somewhere that's safe and friendly and fun and hot, and we're going to build like, a, it's going to be like a brand new community, that it's going to be, it's going to be amazing. There's going to be like new apartments, villas, places to walk your dogs, if you've got, you can get like, and 
or like walk your cats or something. It's up to you what you want to do on there. But the rules is simple on the island. Uh, no negativity and um, no violence and racism and stuff like that. Everyone's got to be on their best behaviour, okay? So I look forward to welcoming everyone onto the island. Like I said, I don't know the name of it yet, but it's fine. Um, and it's over in Thailand. So if you haven't been to Thailand, it's your chance to put your trunks on or bikini and go out there and have time of your life. And the water is clear blue. So if you can swim, or if you don't know how to swim, uh, we can teach how to swim. Um, we can swim with little turtles and little fishes. It's beautiful. Fantastic. Amazing. And I'm surprised no one has ever thought about setting up a GoFundMe page, buying an island and living on it. And we can, it's going to be... I, I'm so excited to get this project underway. So if you want to get involved, click the link in my bio or go onto my Twitter and you can find the link there. But just donate. Minimum is a fiver. And that means you're guaranteed entry onto the new island. See you soon, guys. I love you. Bye-bye. Clearly it's got to be called Revenge Porn Island, right? His GoFundMe got taken down because the rules clearly state you are not permitted to offer any good or service in exchange for a donation on the platform. But of course, that's not how he saw it, as every time something doesn't go his way, he thinks he's being victimised. He wrote, Very disappointed and discriminated with at GoFundMe. Not sure the true reason. Is it my waist or my religion? or my gender identity, or the fact that I've got a massive dong. But I will take my business and my dream elsewhere. I'll be on TikTok Live at 8pm later to have a brainstorm on how we can raise the money. Good luck brainstorming without a brain, fuckboy. Throughout the court proceedings, Georgia Harrison waived her right to anonymity. In revenge porn cases, victims can have their names not made public, but it's likely the media would have figured out it was Georgia anyway. And she wanted to take a stand for all victims of revenge porn, who it turns out are almost 80% female. Big surprise. At Bear's sentencing hearing on March 3rd, Georgia read out a victim impact statement detailing the suffering his hideous actions had caused her. Georgia said, Millions of people were watching me and laughing at me, and it was completely, utterly out of my control. She explained that when she first saw the leaked video, she felt so sick and cried hysterically. As well as having her family and friends knowing about the video, Georgia said that she had to deal with Bear ridiculing her on social media and doing impressions of her crying. Yeah, he did that. She also stated that she'd been dropped from contracts and brands told her that they didn't want to be associated with her due to the leaked video. He's left me feeling hurt, embarrassed, insignificant and insecure in so many ways. I simply don't have the confidence I used to have, Georgia said. I was crippled by shame and embarrassed when the video was leaked. I was used in such a terrible way. It decimated my self-worth and my ability to trust. Revenge porn is a crime that affects so many people. She added that her younger siblings, who were still at school at the time, were also harassed and that she was forced to move back in with her mother after her earnings dropped drastically. And meanwhile, Bear's out there making money off it. 
Judge Morgan said Bear had been motivated by a wish to exploit the economic value of the recording and that he'd caused Georgia extensive humiliation and embarrassment. Judge Morgan went on to say, I'm sure that you recognize the enhanced economic value to you by having Georgia Harrison, a well-known reality TV and social media personality, in the video. Then he sentenced Bear to 21 months in jail. He was also ordered to sign the sex offender register for 10 years and given a restraining order not to contact Georgia for five years. And, of course, he thought this was really unfair and banged on about getting justice. Let's have a listen to some interviews he did after court. Come on. I'd like a fair interview if anyone bothers to hear my side of the story, my turn of events. And we've all heard one side of the person's events. It'd be nice to hear my side and everything that I've got to say. As you know... In this country, it, it should be innocent until proven guilty. You have been proven guilty. guilty. Have, proven guilty. have you heard of uh, the law adverse media? Do you know what that means? The jury heard your side of the story, Steve. Maybe. Oh, the jury. Oh, should we talk of consent of court? Do you know about that? Do you know one of the jury members uh, was lying to the judge in court? No, you don't know that. And I've got all the evidence. Hopefully the police can talk to me and I can show them consent of court happened. It wasn't a fair trial. It wasn't a fair trial. And I've got all the proof of that. At the very beginning, the judge asked the jury a series of questions. And one of the jury members lied to the judge in the court. And we got proof. We got proof. We got proof of evidence. So, you know, if you talk about a fair trial, that wasn't a fair trial. Was it really? It wasn't a fair trial. Put out your pipe and smoke it. Though he seemed really chipper as he mangled the song Lady in Red in a misguided attempt to charm a couple of female reporters who were wearing red, before taking selfies with a fan, I'm sure nobody on his team paid to show up to support him. Lady in Red is talking to me, cheek to cheek. I want no this by my side. Just for Lady in Red today. Thank you, Mom. Of course he claims he didn't get a fair trial. I don't even know what was being disputed. He did what he was accused of and it was incredibly clear. He had his say and the Drury, as he calls them, made their decision. News sites are reporting that Bear is on suicide watch in prison and has been crying for days as he didn't expect to be jailed for posting the sex tape. <laughs> I'm sure he never expected anything bad to ever happen to him, no matter what he did, because all of his misogynistic bullshit has been rewarded up until now. His girlfriend, who's 10 years younger than him, stuck by him at his court appearances and vows to visit him in prison. I deliberately haven't looked much into her because I'm sick of women getting the blame for men's actions. Do I think standing by him while he's in jail is a daft move? Hell yes! because I know he wouldn't do it for her. His girlfriend, when he was in the Big Brother house, was going to wait for him. They'd discussed it. But the minute he got in there, he was romancing some other girl. But his current girlfriend has never had so much publicity as she has now, and she's an OnlyFans model, so it would be helping her to make money. In fact, she and him post videos of themselves doing sex stuff. 
They claim to have made one million pounds off a sex tape, but the media investigated the claim and found that they'd only made six grand. (laughs) Oh, I guess he's not good at maths. Hannah von Dadelsen, the Deputy Chief Crown Prosecutor for CPS East of England, said that she hoped the case would encourage other victims of revenge porn to come forward. She said, I want to commend Georgia Harrison for the bravery and determination she has shown throughout this case. By contrast, Stephen Bear showed a complete lack of remorse by never accepting responsibility for his abusive behaviour, even going so far as to place the blame on Miss Harrison. Although she lives a public life, Georgia Harrison has the right to privacy, but that was taken away by Bear to make money in the most egregious way. She also said Bear has been ordered to hand over a list of assets by the end of the month and he'll have to give back any money he earned from his criminal activity. Speaking after sentencing, Assistant Chief Constable Rachel Nolan said, You can't try to shame and manipulate people to satisfy yourself. You can't pretend that taking intimate videos and sharing them without consent is okay. It's not. Let me be clear. Misogyny and violence and intimidation against women and girls in all its forms is wrong. And it is for all us to stand up and stand together to stamp it out in our society. Personally, I'm so incredibly glad that Georgia Harrison got some justice for the pain, humiliation and blow to her career this ordeal has been. I'm going to end this story with a statement she made to the press after Bear was sentenced. I just want to say that I'm happy and relieved that this matter is finally over. Today's sentence is a vindication of what I've been put through and sends a clear message that the police and the courts take this matter very seriously. I want to let all other victims of this crime know that I stand in solidarity with them and I have absolutely no regrets on waiving my anonymity. I hope that this puts anyone off committing this sort of crime and I hope for anyone else who's been victim of it, it gives them some sort of justice. Thank you so much for all of your support, and, yeah, that's it. Thank you. 74 Eddie. We got a 1080 at the 145th Street location. Let's face it, life is a lot of work. There's always something that needs doing and not enough time to do it all. But luckily, I recently discovered a little green shot of healthy goodness called Magic Mind. I've noticed from using it regularly for weeks now that I'm able to concentrate more deeply on the work that I'm doing. I spend less time procrastinating and faffing about and am able to use my time more wisely and get more done. Magic Mind looks like a green juice and it comes in cool little bottles like a magic potion. And in a way, it is one. It contains nootropics that improve attention, concentration, and cognition. One of them is Rhodiola rosea, which is also an adaptogen. It reduces fatigue and anxiety, increases your body's resistance to stress, improves physical and mental endurance, and enhances mental clarity. If you could also use more sustained energy, focus, and productivity, I highly encourage you to use Magic Mind – It really has worked wonders for me. The Magic Mind team created a great offer for me to share with my listeners. 
You get up to 56% off your first subscription in the next 10 days and 20% off your one-time purchase with the discount code CRIMINALSD20. You can claim the offer at www.magicmind.co forward slash D-U-M-B-E-S-T-C-R-I-M-I-N-A-L-S and redeem it with the discount code C-R-I-M-I-N-A-L-S-D-2-0. But hurry up as the 56% discount only lasts 10 days from the episode release date. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. To finish up, I have a few punchline crimes for you. These are short cases that sound more like jokes than something that actually happened. In January this year, a 45-year-old Italian woman flying from Abu Dhabi to India decided she'd like to upgrade from economy to first class. Most people would take the traditional route of doing so before they boarded the plane, but not this lady. It was reported that during the flight, she jumped out of her seat, ran to business class and plopped herself down in an empty seat there. When two crew members asked her to return to her assigned seat, she punched one in the face and spat on the other. Then she took off some of her clothes and began pacing up and down the aisle. The staff's efforts to calm her down were met with shouting. It got so out of hand that the captain ordered crew members to tie her to a seat at the back of the plane for the rest of the flight. There are pictures... She looks surprisingly happy in them. When the plane landed, she was charged with an act of endangering life or personal safety. But don't worry, her lawyer said the allegations against his client were all false. He claimed that the petite woman was uncomfortable in her economy seat and requested to be moved to a vacant seat in business class and then got into a disagreement with the crew about their poor service. A likely story. In March 2019, a man in Hamilton, Canada, placed an ad about selling a mobile phone. He met up with a prospective buyer in a parking lot and had him come sit in his car so they could discuss the sale. When the buyer asked to see the phone, the seller had a sense that something wasn't quite right, but he handed it to him anyway. That's when the buyer tried to run from the car without paying for it. The seller managed to grab hold of him, but the buyer sprayed him in the face with pepper spray and scampered off. However, in all the commotion, he left his wallet behind. Also, wind direction turned out not to be his friend. The seller called the police and told them about the incident and the identity of the guy who stole his phone. 
A short time later, the thief contacted the police and gave them a very different story. Rather than truthfully painting himself as the aggressor, he claimed that he was the victim of a robbery where he was sprayed with pepper spray and had his wallet stolen. Officers were able to determine what actually happened and tracked down and arrested the thief. In February 2020, a 26-year-old Michigan man was out in St. Petersburg, Florida, when he heard the call of nature. Rather than find a bathroom in one of the numerous bars and clubs in the area, he decided upon a different course of action. The cops stated that the man was observed approaching a sergeant's police vehicle, He then removed his penis from the front of his pants and urinated on the rear bumper of the vehicle. He was taken into custody while still in commission of the crime. So before he'd finished relieving himself on the car, the cops slapped handcuffs on him. That's some awkward timing as it means one of them had to wrestle his trouser snake back into his pants while trying to avoid a golden shower. Mr. I.P. Freely was uncooperative with questioning and pleaded not guilty to disorderly conduct. You'd think if the cops arrested you with your dick out in the act of peeing on a car, you'd realise a not guilty plea was never going to hold much water. This brings me to the end of the episode. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe if you want to stay up to date with all future episodes. And if you dug what you heard, please leave a review. If you'd like to support this independent podcast, head on over to patreon.com forward slash world's dumbest criminals. All levels get access to monthly bonus episodes and ad free episodes. And higher levels also receive Jason Momoa's man bun, four French bulldogs and a Fabergé egg. Thanks so much to Dina or Deanna Snack for coming on board as a patron. If you're up for more dumb criminals action in your life, you can follow me on Twitter at WDCriminalsPod and Instagram at World's Dumbest Criminals Podcast. Or you can join our World's Dumbest Criminals Podcast Facebook group. And thank you to the bloody marvellous Lorraine Ledwell for running the group with me. Till next time. Look after yourself, stay out of trouble, and whatever you do, don't commit a crime that makes you end up on this podcast.